It's July 10th, 2014. This is the Hell Yeah Show. We're bringing you best practices for fine living, advice on how to not let technology ruin your day. Emery. A gated community anyone can join. All right, it's been a while. Have you ever been to the DMV? Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Did I ever tell you? Did I talk about this yet? My whole saga with uh, the DC DMV? Yes. Well, you, you, you talked on the show about how um, you had a... Par- was it a parking ticket? Oh, well, yeah. It was a okay. parking ticket and then a fine from a parking ticket. Right. And then just this was sort of compounding over the years into something that now results in you, like... Rapidly not- escalating. Into- yes. And not yeah. being able to have a license... In, yes. Yes. Yeah. In yes. DC ever again or something. Yeah. Well, in DC or anywhere really because of this uh, national driver's registry. So I, I did finally get my uh, my stuff sorted out in DC. I sent them a check, and I'm glad that I I had written all over the envelope and all over the check. I was like, this is my name. <laughs> this this was my driver's license number uh-huh. in Virginia, and this is my current phone number. If I have done anything wrong, please call me. Uh-huh. P.S. I've probably done something wrong. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I did get a call from uh, a resident of the of the District of Columbia, uh, <laughs> who dutifully informed me that I had in fact done something wrong, or that it wasn't clear what was going on. Uh-huh. So I did, however, um, after a couple of calls back and forth, uh, they had it all taken care of. They sent me a letter which I dutifully scanned in and uh, sent to the judge that I was having, like, telecourt with. <laughs> Is that that's the thing now? Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Um, I, when, I, when I appealed the decision to have my license revoked, um, they gave me, like, you know, a stay of execution. It was like, you know, the, the governor calling. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they let me continue to operate a motor vehicle <laughs> foolishly. And uh, I got all the paperwork and receipts and letters and stuff and I had been sending that over and uh, I got to finally send emails with subject lines like exhibit A mm-hmm. so that was pretty cool and then uh, I got a letter from or an email back from, from the judge who is uh, hearing my case and then uh, yeah so I'm, I'm good to go I haven't, I haven't the state of my, my state no longer objects to me <laughs> operating a motor vehicle so now that's, I still have to go to the DOT though that's always a good that's always a good uh, <laughs> state to be in yeah. yeah. So uh, I do need to get over there though, so I can get uh, a renewal or whatever I got to do. Um, you, you I'm not sure. wait, actually go to DC? No, no, no. Uh, you know my local DOT. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. In, in my state, it's called a DOT, Department of Transportation. Oh, right. Yes. And then uh, yeah. the, I don't have to go to DC. I, oh, man, <laughs> <can> you imagine? <laughs> I would be so tweaked. Yeah. Well, that's why they have telecourt. <laughs> yeah. Not in, not in the District of Columbia. Oh. oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, it's a low, it's a judge in your in my state. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And uh, here in the state of denial. Um, the, yeah. So I had, I had a nice judge. Um, really liked her a lot. I, I addressed her repeatedly <laughs> as your honor, and uh, I really liked it. And um, so <laughs> I'm glad you had a good experience. That's... I did. It was a positive experience with uh, with the law, which is few and far between. Um, I will say though that uh, all of my experiences with uh, law enforcement lately uh, have been delightful. <laughs> that's good <laughs> yeah uh well i had some i had some pretty I, I was a little skeptical uh after being in new england for a while and uh there was a there may have been a time where i had a car booted when i lived in dc also <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then uh but when i lived, when I lived in providence i had uh, a couple of those are like entirely different stories but did i ever tell you about the uh uh the the time that uh 
narcotics officers took a battering ram to the back door of a house that I was living in to raid the third floor apartment. Hey, uh, I don't believe so, no. No, they, re- they recovered two kilos of cocaine and a, <laughs> and a couple of gangsters that went to jail. And uh, I may or may not have uh, aimed a gun at a police officer. Wow. Oh, because you thought they were... I didn't know what the hell was going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I'll, huh. I'll tell that story another day. That was a teaser. That was good radio. All right. Um, well, wow. It's a, it's a fantastic tale. And then... Uh, so, so next to that, like a 10-year a expired parking ticket or whatever is... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. So then my, my most recent news of the week, though, has to be that... Um, I got a really cool new haircut. That's good. Yep. I haven't had a fancy haircut in quite a while, so I, I treated my, I treat myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, you, I'm now. So, uh, sidebar yeah. real quick. No, uh, no. Uh, I, I'll talk about it a little later, but I've been watching the World Cup, and there are some commercials around the World Cup for Supercuts, <laughs> uh, where they have uh, like famous musicians <laughs> talking about how right before their show, they have to get a Supercut. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it's like uh, or not not just that the supercuts that getting a supercut before their show gives them the confidence they need to perform. That's uh, the- <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that there are uh, a lot of people in high school marching band that yeah. really yeah. <laughs> feel their confidence right. swell after a visit to supercuts and the number three setting on the on the club. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> so I've got this uh, fancy new haircut. So I'm happy about that. And yeah. then um, it's also long enough now on top where uh, I can do this uh, really clever samurai thing. Um, okay. You know, like that little samurai top knot? You mean, right? you mean like the, well, the samurai top's like the, the single strip, right? Well, it's not single. Well, I, I'm talking specifically about the top knot where it's like. Oh, kind of that. Oh, yeah. Here. No, I was thinking of something else. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, of course. and uh, so I've got some length going on up there now, but I've also got like really, really bare um, on the sides and in the back. So I've got this uh, crazy uh, like undercut thing going on. So I, I'm straight out of like the 1920s, and I kind of like it. Um, I've been because the weather's been so hot, and we had some really fierce rainstorms last week. Um, I gotta say, like having UPSs in the house is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> uh, not only because uh, I can continue doing whatever it is that I'm doing, no matter what, uh, for about 50 minutes. Um, but also because there's nothing quite like a choir of those things going off <laughs> all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's almost a right up there with um, when we used to have some problematic <laughs> smoke detectors in the house, and uh-huh. they would wake us up at like 3 o'clock in the uh-huh. morning. Uh-huh. So it's a lot like that. But um, yeah, I've been watching this uh, TV show called uh, uh, Shark Tank. Oh, wait, I've heard of that. Oh, Yeah. It's um, great. <laughs> what, what what is it? So here's the thing: they take uh they they have like a bunch of entrepreneurs and inventors that come on and like pitch, and uh, they have like a couple of uh, investors, and they're like you know people with cash, yeah. And then they kind of give a little sales pitch and a dog and pony show. It's basically like a little mini road show. Yep, yep. And then uh, they decide if they're going to invest or not, and then there's some haggling and negotiating. And most of the time, the ideas are terrible, and uh, it's kind of like um uh. A very expensive uh, uh, American Idol. Like, uh-huh. there's a lot of that, and uh, so they have like a kind of a, a pretty steady group of people that they pool in, and there's like five quote unquote sharks that sit uh-huh. on this panel. And uh, some of the stuff that comes on there, you've probably seen before or heard of, and uh, a lot of it you haven't and never will. <laughs> but um, there's uh, there's some pretty good stuff on there, and it's it's really interesting to watch because I like seeing the ideas that people are bringing to them, and I like uh, seeing some of like the little. Um, 
I don't know. I guess like the little so, businesses that people are are starting up. Some of them are pretty cool. I, but on the spectrum of like, uh, let's say um, uh, the uh, let's say on the spectrum of like Pawn Stars to um, uh, David Attenborough nature documentary, right? Where where is this on the reality spectrum? Uh, well, I mean, can you <laughs> reframe the question? Uh. <laughs> How many of the ideas are fake? <laughs> oh, I think the vast majority of the things that come onto the show are legit. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, huh. and, and okay. every time I've gone to like look something up that I've seen on the show, it exists. Like there mm-hmm. is someone doing it. Um, some of the, I mean, because most of the time, what happens is, is like if it's not actually a business or something that's actually happening, they don't care, and they're just like get GTFO. Mm. Okay, but um. There's uh, uh, the guy that started FUBU is one of the sharks who's on pretty regularly. Mark Cuban is, is on there pretty regularly. Huh. Um, and there's a couple of other people on there. And uh, uh, there's a gal named Barbara um, who I think is awesome. She's probably like my favorite person they ever have on there. Um, and they all kind of have like their own little specialties that they, that they kind of focus on. And some of them clearly despise each other. <laughs> so there's some of that interplay going on there too. And some of it, like I think like the people, like the sharks – I think they have kind of like these adopted personas in some cases. Um, I will say that there have been times on this show where uh, I start to hate Mark Cuban less because <laughs> I've never, I've never liked him at all. Not that it matters for anything, uh-huh. but um, I've never really found him to be all that interesting. But uh, on the show, he's pretty interesting, and I love that um, one of the other guys that's on there pr- almost every time is uh, uh, Kevin. Um, Oh shoot! Uh, yeah, Kevin O'Leary. Yes, or he, Kevin Harrington. No, Kevin time. Kevin O'Leary and okay. uh, Kevin O'Leary. Um, <clears throat> he's a patent troll. Like, <laughs> and it, I mean that's not all, that's not his entire business, but uh-huh. but a significant amount of what he does is like sit on intellectual property and sue people that infringe. Right. Great. And uh, Mark Cuban like beats up on him about that. <laughs> like at every opportunity, anytime where it's even remotely on topic. Uh-huh. Mark Mark digs in on him. That's great. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of funny. And um, and then there's there's one there was one other guy on the show that I used to really like, and then I found out uh, there's so everything that happens on the show they've only you know they do like three or four pitches an episode, and so there's not enough time to like do the stuff that someone would actually do. So they they both parties have a chance to do like their own due diligence on each other and and make a uh, uh, an alternate arrangement if something isn't right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was a little, you know, cause I was always wondering, I was like, there's no way in hell that like Mark Cuban is sitting in this room and like giving away $400,000 a week. Sure. Like that's just not going to happen. Nope. So, um, and, and not that he closes that many things each week anyways, but, um, I did find out though that, uh, this guy, Robert, uh, uh, shoot, I can't remember his name now either. Uh, um, wait, I, so I've got the whole list here. Robert Hershevek. 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 Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, I think he's Croatian and, um, he, I used to really like him a lot. And, uh, then I saw like, he totally like wound up apparently railroading someone that had this idea for soap. And she spent like the entire 15 minutes. She was talking about this line of soap that she doesn't have any sales. She's like, this is a very early business. And like, these are, you know, this is like the material I came up with. She was a designer. Uh-huh. Um, it's like a project when she was in school. And so she's going to try to do it. And apparently like, uh, he completely reneged on, the deal that he made with her on the show and the basis was that, you know, 
he didn't know that she had no sales and like he changed it from whatever they had agreed on to like a 50% stake and blah, 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 huh. blah. And, and then, you know, it all kind of fell apart. But I'm saying, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, if you're on a TV show, maybe you should like see what's going on. Cause like she spent the entire time she was there talking about how she's not doing it. Like it's impossible for me to believe that like he didn't know. Right. That and so I was a little disheartened about that. So I did some digging around a little bit, and I found out that um, that, that that does happen, you know, from time to time. Um, but the person with the highest rate of completion and like actually following through uh, is that Barbara lady. And uh, I, Barbara Barbara Corcoran. Yeah, Corcoran probably. Yes. Yeah. Corcoran. And uh, mm-hmm. and she she's really really great. I thought cool. I think she's pretty cool. And um, not really. Uh, she doesn't. She, she's not much of a grandstander, you know, like she kind of sticks to the stuff that she knows and she's, uh, doesn't really blow a lot of smoke up people's butts so, when they're on there or anything either. So Jeff Foxworthy is on the show. Uh, he's been on like t- a couple of episodes and I haven't watched it. I still right over. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just just going to point that out. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't stand that dick for more than 20 seconds. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, wow. He's been hosting. I'm on his Wikipedia page. He has recently been hosting GSN's The American Bible Challenge. That's, the hell is that? That sounds that sounds like a great TV show. The American Bible Challenge. The American what? Bible Challenge. Yeah, uh, sponsored by Hobby Lobby. It's yeah, uh, I, it's uh, st- uh, st- uh, let's see, hosted by Jeff Foxworthy. Um, it received two daytime Emmy nominations. I mean, you can guess what it is. I, I'm not going to read this whole Wikipedia article, but yeah, yeah that's that's the show. So. Anyway, all right, cool. Great. Well, that's that's great. Uh, I've, yeah. I've heard of Shark Tank, but had not. Uh, it's a it's a pretty good show. Did I not know what it was. So. I I am not hating it at all. And um, yeah. And then I had like uh, I was kind of like taking a break from uh, just about everything social for a long time. And then uh, I hopped back on Facebook this week uh, for about all ten minutes, and uh-huh. I wound up like saying something that pissed off one of my friends that I've known for uh, let's say. Uh, over twenty years, okay. And, like, completely like that's, threw a fit, and like, that's what Facebook is is for, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. This dude went totally like full bore Uncle Leo, and like completely <laughs> lost his mind. And I have no idea like what happened, but and I was I was actually kind of like I think I thought it was like just a big misunderstanding at first, and I was like giving the benefit of the doubt. And now and then I sent an email, and I was just like, what's the deal, dude? And then the more I thought about it, like the more angry I got, and I was like, you know what? This dude owes me an apology. Like <laughs> the whole thing was like really stupid. Then I was just like, oh, so I haven't been uh, paying much attention again. So now, and, yeah, that's that's this just seems like a, a reason to stay away from Facebook. Yeah, yeah, it's asinine. So then uh, I managed a couple of weeks ago. I picked up a pair of headphones that um, I am excited to say are very inexpensive. They are wireless Bluetooth on ear, not in ear um, headphones, and they're they've got to be like a rebranding wholesale thing like there has to be several like this on the market mm-hmm. uh, the brand of the ones that I got at my little local shop downstairs from my office are called Skeech like S-K-E-C-H Okay, and they're like 30 bucks and they're great and they sound great and they have a long battery life and uh, they work great with uh, uh, voice controls and voice commands and um, I think they're great and uh, they're very inexpensive like I, I was really really skeptical um, but I gotta say, like it's rare that uh, I will see and even attempt to try a set of very inexpensive headphones. But these have been fantastic. And I'm, I did some. I tried to do some like uh, price checking on them, and uh, it looks like um, I, I can. I swear there are like two other companies that basically sell the exact same thing, but with you know slightly different name on them or whatever. So I'm sure that they're out there. 
um, and people can find them. But I'll, I'll see if I can dig up a, a link or something. Have you, do you have? I've tried tons of headphones. Do you try headphones? So uh, not really. I mean, generally, as far like for portable <laughs> headphones, I am incredibly satisfied with the um, the ear pods. They uh, fall right out of my head. Really? Huh? Yeah, I, my ears are like. Um, I don't know what the deal is, but like uh, I can't not wear the pod shaped. Uh, yeah, clearly. Yeah, do, and so, they, I was so optimistic too because they when they first announced them, they were like, "We spent all of this effort and time and like studying people's ears and like found it." And I was like, "Oh, thank God, this is going to be great." Yeah. And then uh, I got them, and like they won't stay in my ear. Like, I, and I'm not saying like you know if I'm on a treadmill because first of all <laughs> that has never happened, <laughs> and secondly, uh, I'm not you know I don't like. I'm not jumping around or doing anything. Like, it only I, there's not a chance they would work if I so did. But like, did, did you have the same problem with the earbuds or the in ear? Uh, so the the previous generation of Apple earbuds uh, were fine only if I had like some sort of third party um, foam over them. Oh, huh. Oh, yeah, sure. Like the the right. They used to provide little the little black. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so if if I had like a little foamy things on them, they were fine. And then. Uh, I have like a set like the my favorite in ear headphones are my Shure E two Cs that I've had forever and ever and ever, mm. and then uh, I have some on ears because because I, I can't wear the in ear ones for an extended period of time they just get uncomfortable after a while and then I have a set of Plantronics wireless ones that are in ear that are that are pretty good and they also sound good but um, I have a lot of like over the ear and on ear headphones cool yeah I've so- lost those but they're they're so bulky. Yeah, yeah. I so I've got. I mean, the, the yeah. Ear pods are are far and away my favorite mobile headphones, just because it's so they they are so compact and and I think the sound from them is extraordinary. Like for, oh, they're from, great. Yeah, from those little tiny things. Um, and yeah, and then I have a pair of uh, Sennheiser uh, studio headphones that I'm wearing right now. Um, but generally, uh, if I'm at home, I am using uh, speakers, not my, headphones. So. At the office, I have a, a big set of uh, noise-canceling Sennheisers that I like a lot. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I just use my earpods generally. Yeah, I've um, I, I also in in the office I kind of like having big on-ear headphones or over-ear headphones because then it's really obvious that I have headphones on. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I hate like people standing there like, <laughs> and then like not realizing that I'm not. It's not that I'm doing the usual thing and just ignoring them. It's that I actually can't hear them. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, the head- headphones are uh, a deeply personal thing for a lot of people, but the my sure in ears are fantastic. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, and I've never done. Um, I've never really used Bluetooth headphones for. They were terrible, terrible, terrible for years. You have yeah. you didn't miss a thing. But yeah. now they finally got good because of that stupid. Uh, um, A two what's the audio profile like this uh, fancy pants uh, new. Bluetooth audio stuff is fantastic. Yeah, um, for, I, for listening to music and, and and videos, they don't actually use that when you're making a phone call. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. My car does the same thing. So so my yeah. car does the yeah whatever the audio protocol whatever the music audio protocol is when it's doing music, and then when a phone call comes in, it switches to a lower quality but l- you know lower latency as well um, protocol for for phone calls. Yeah. Have you checked? Have you looked at Human? Human. Uh, oh yeah. M-I-N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what it is, though. <laughs> it's like a contact manager dialer thing for... Oh, uh, right. It's actually pretty clever. Um, I, the reason I was looking at it was because people were complaining about it uh, <laughs> on the Twitter machine. Because Any press if, is good press. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. Like They've had this like big uh, um, 
beta launch thing, and then everyone was like, you know, ooh, check it out, blah. And then people weren't like paying attention, and like they hit the uh, confirm my this person's contact information, and it sends an email. Oh yeah, and I think so I got people, at least one of those. Yes. Yeah. And then people, then a bunch of people were like whining on Twitter, like, oh, you guys are spamming all my friends, and they're yep. like, yeah, because you click the box that says, can I please contact me? Yeah, like people just don't pay attention. Yeah. Um, it's a shock to me that early adopters are uh, just blindly beating their way through that screen. But anyways, uh, I actually have a phone call with one of the people there uh, to talk about a couple of things that are somewhat related to uh, uh, phone calls. All right. <laughs> and and because the, the audio profile used for phone calls, it occurred to me was because it doesn't really matter because the phone call quality sucks anyways because they're still using this ancient technology and then blah, 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 blah. So I, uh. I may have an interesting tale to tell about talking to the human people. All right. I'm going to call them human because I think they're probably called human, but I like human. I, I think, hu- yeah, well, human could be anything. Human is clearly them. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not George Costanza, the, the human fund. <laughs> yeah. So how, are, how have you been? Uh, I have been watching a lot of sports. I've heard that that's still going on. There okay. are so many sports going on. Um, there was someone in particular who's very near and dear to my heart who uh, was devastated by the, by the Germany thing. Uh, by, oh, by, by Germany's victory. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> she was um, not happy. Uh, that was amazing. It was so fun to watch. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was, uh, it was five, five goals in uh, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, something like that. Oh. And then... Isn't that like scoring like uh, like uh, eighty home runs or something? Yes, I mean, yeah, it's it's like especially against a you know a team that good. I mean, Brazil had had a few you know major players and not on the field, um, but uh, but still, like you know, at 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 that level, scoring that many goals that quickly. Is, okay, is, so hold on, I didn't know they had people like not. Like, yeah, like, you know, yeah. So so there's versus one or no? Their star striker uh, Neymar uh, was was out, I believe, because of an injury. Um, and then, uh, oh, it's, and, 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 then they, and then there was one other guy as well. I forget who he was, but um, yeah, but it, I, it was just it was it was just fun to watch because and I you know I, so uh, I don't know that much about the World Cup. I, I don't know that much about soccer. You know, um, but it's a you know, whatever. It's reasonably straightforward. It's, yeah, you're people kick kicking the ball. A ball. Into the, yeah, exactly. Uh, and like kickball, um, but but like you know, t- just just. Uh, Watching that many goals happen that quickly is 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 just fun, no matter whether you understand it or not. Um, and just seeing like people and, just like tearing their clothes off, yes, and, like well, screaming. No, so towards toward the, the point, there was a point where Germany was up seven zero, and at that point, the Brazilian fans actually started cheering for the German players. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Uh, like whenever Germany get the ball, or like when Germany scored a goal, it'd be like, oh wow, yeah, yeah, uh, it, it got pretty bad. So. Um, yeah, so, so that was just that was just fun to watch. Um, and uh, um, I, I, the, the version I heard was a little a little more remorse. Yeah, I know. a little more morose, rather. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it just me, for me as someone who doesn't really have any particular you know uh, affinity for any team in the World Cup, uh, <laughs> I just want to see crazy stuff. You know, yeah, um, so. like people getting their face bit off. <laughs> like, like, yes. Uh, oh, yeah, that was that was interesting. Um, so, Oh, man. So, so uh, yeah, the World Cup is going on. I've got the TiVo working now. I, I got cable, you know, mostly for the World Cup and the Tour de France, which is the other big sporting event going on. Um, That's the bicycle one, right? The bicycle race in, in – actually, it started in England this year. Um, the, it went through a bunch of rural villages in, in England and then – Wait a minute. England's not in France. 
Uh, it's not. So that's the weird thing, right? Is you, yeah. you think the Tour de France start in France? It actually there there is a precedent for the Tour de France starting in other countries. In fact, I think several, like it, maybe the majority of recent races have started in other countries. Um, and uh, yeah, um, so I, like I think it started in Spain one year, and then uh, Spain. Yeah, I know, and uh, Belgium, and um, uh, yeah, you know, other like France adjacent countries, not just France. So. <laughs> that's great uh yeah and then um so yeah start started in england they did three stages in england uh the fans were nuts like the crowds in england were were really amazing like the number of people that that turned out for the there were there were hundreds of thousands of people like millions total people over the three days uh in attendance so um wow yeah and and some fans getting a little too close to the action as well um like multiple incidents of fans getting clipped by cyclists. <laughs> um, so is there is there like a new Lance Armstrong? And I don't mean like is there a guy that's uh, uh, bang Cheryl Crow and <laughs> I, I mean, but you know someone people have heard about. Yeah, well, so um, the uh, like if an, an American guy or like if people in, in in America have heard about or people that uh, well and people in America, I guess. Uh, so I, I knew who Lance Armstrong was. I had no right, I don't, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, so I, I'd say like so. Bradley Wiggins, the guy who won t- two years ago, three years ago, I think three years ago. From the Simpsons, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, Bradley Wiggins. It was the first British writer to win the Tour de France, I believe. Um, oh. And uh, so uh, he was he was knighted for it as well. Um, <laughs> he's really? Now, yeah, he's now Sir Bradley Wiggins. So yeah. you know, he, uh, he was pretty well known. Um, he Show also won. Off. He won gold in the Olympics. Um, uh, the the Summer Olympics in London. Um, and uh yeah and, and so he's he's fairly notable he actually is not racing this year um because there is another younger star on his team that the, his team is putting all of their weight behind oh. um and they don't want to have two competing stars on the team because that's really bad for team dynamics um interesting yeah so chris Froome is racing instead although chris Froome in stage four uh, uh, had to abandon the race because he he crashed like multiple times. He crashed three times in the first four stages, so um, he wasn't able to continue. So anyway, so so yeah, so so Bradley Wiggins and Chris Froome both pretty well known in the UK. Um, I'd say as far as in in America, really, I mean that there's uh, America's best hope is uh, a guy named um, uh, <laughs> uh, he that. Uh, I can't you don't even know. No, I don't even know. He so he won. He won the um, uh, the Criterium de Dauphiné, which is the big lead up race to the Tour de France. Um, and I, I can't. I'm I'm just bad with names. But uh, um, anyway, so there's a guy. He he. You know, is from where I'm at. I'm still a little behind on TiVo. He's in like tenth place. Um, you know, so he's he's in or like seventh. I, he's in contention. But there's no one that's like this is the next big American star. Um, hmm. Okay. So. Yeah, uh, and the, you know, the, there's um, and and there's not really, you know, there used to be uh, uh, used to be the big American team was was the Postal Service, then Discovery, then Radio Shack, then uh, then nothing for a while. I don't know, even know if there's a really big American team. There's a Garmin team, which is probably the closest you get. So. Wait, hold on a second. There's a Postal Service team. There what that used to be the well back when Lance Armstrong was racing, his his team was uh, the Postal Service racing team. Um, like the it, U.S. Postal the, yes, Service. the U.S. Postal Service was sponsoring his cycling team. It was pretty amazing. That sounds ridiculous. It's it's good publicity. <laughs> it's um, for yeah, well. I mean, like, well, back back then, attaching themselves to Lance Armstrong was that was a you know that was actually a pretty good get for them. But um, yeah, but I, okay. 
I don't want to get into that. <laughs> so, I, you know, like they're trying to figure out how to get people to actually want to send mail. Yeah. And I don't know if that was going to do it. Uh, well, this was in the mid '90s, so people. Oh, were, yeah. yeah. People were still okay. sending mail back then, and they had plenty of money to spend on cycling teams. Sure. Okay. Yep. <laughs> kind of like Sprint and NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Every, so, every time someone on Sprint drops a call, I always remind them, like, yeah, well, you got the number three car. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make a phone call, but damn, that's a fast car. Uh. Um. <laughs> yeah. So so I've been watching. Uh, yeah. So it's so a World Cup Tour de France. A little bit of Formula One racing, um, Ooh, okay. although I, I had no idea what's going on when I watch it. Um, yeah, I don't watch Formula One. I, I sometimes will watch uh, rallies. Mm. Like I, li- I like the, the two-person team yeah. dynamic yep. that they have, yep. and uh, I, I like watching rally races. And yeah. mainly because also like the, it seems like a very approachable racing sport. Like I think that's actually something yeah. that... Not that I would be comfortable doing because they're going so fast and like taking these hairpin turns. But, but actually, like watching the, the time... Uh, uh, the, or you mean as like a viewer or as a participant? I, I I think that that's something that I could probably get a feel for. You know what I mean? Like it's something that I'm. I mean, I I don't think I have the confidence to uh, to do it, but I think I un- at least understand it. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like you know dangerously. You're not driving at the speed of sound, like smacking into things and catching on fire. You know, like sure. if, if anything happens, it's because you go into a ditch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, so but watch a lot of sports. I can go in the dishes all day. I can handle that. <laughs> um, I watch a lot of sports. The TiVo's working great. Um, How uh, many tuners? Uh, six tuners. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've been watching. Actually, the other thing I didn't even realize: Turner Classic Movies. Oh. Um, yeah. I, they just they they show no commercials, and they're constantly showing classic movies. So I've been setting the TiVo to just record a bunch of those, and that's been it's awesome the, too. It's the black and white channel. Yeah. 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 Good. Or the colorized, I guess, because Ted Turner. But um, no, they generally they show the black and white versions. I've good seen, for them. As far as I've seen, yeah, yeah, good for them. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, but then <laughs> Comcast itself. So, oh. in, in order to actually get this working, um, I spent half a day or so on the phone with Comcast in various forms. Well, it's impossible. Um, They're the best cable provider in the country. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, I think they just have enough employees that they have enough people that, that can vote for them. Um, oh, so, that doesn't sound right. Uh, so, um, anyway. Uh, you said the cable card thing. I mean, like the guy, you got him off script a little bit. Cause... Yeah. Well, so I, yeah, I, I kind of, at this point, I, I've built up some skill in manipulating the Comcast voice, uh, the, the Comcast uh, uh, phone tree of people. Um, oh, I got to so, cheat for that. It's oh is is it the level two support something? You no, prefer- you just curse at it. Just start screaming obscenities, and it'll usually take you right to a person. <laughs> not uh, the com- I mean, I no, no, not, 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 I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like when you get real people on the phone. You know, oh, you can just scream obscenities at them too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I got really good at getting through their initial like their questions. I'd just be all right. Here's all the answers. All right, let's go. Um, and because uh, let's do it right now. Because every Thank single you for calling time- Comcast. <laughs> Every single time you call them, of course, they ask all the same questions over again, which is a mm-hmm. wonderful experience. Um, and even when you get transferred from one place, you know, from one division to another. Uh, anyway, so what finally worked is I actually went in person to the Comcast storefront. Ugh. <laughs> which, have I told you about this? <laughs> no, it sounds horrible. So it's, it, it's a refugee center, essentially. Yeah, it's you the, gotta, like, it's, did you get, like, immunized before you it, went? It's a, you walk in. 
You get diphtheria. You walk in, and there's a guy that takes your name, and then you go and you sit down and you wait for your name to be called. As you walk in, you're immediately met by the sight of just the 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 great unwashed. Yeah, exactly. Yes, the the, Oregon Trail. The the. <laughs> the the great unwashed of humanity. Right before your very they, eyes. they are all standing around like the walls of the of the of the establishment, clutching Ugh. their cable boxes. <laughs> Gross! <laughs> it's it's kind of amazing. So <laughs> so I walk in. I see like everyone's standing around. There's, there's very limited seating. I of find course there is. There's there's a desk where like they a want Comcast. People, they want bodies on the ground. You have to walk over people. That's what they want. Right. Yeah. So there's a there's a desk where like a Comcast person is supposed to sit, and there's no Comcast person sitting there. So I just go down and sit at that desk. <laughs> <laughs> start taking I, payments. I take. No, I, t- I take out my laptop. I tether it to my phone, and I start working. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, your fast and reliable Comcast service doesn't work, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so so anyway, so I, I there I'm there like half did, an did hour. You change, did you change the base station idea on your cell phone's <laughs> Wi-Fi to be like Comcast sucks <laughs> and like advertise it? Uh, no, I, I did not get that far. Um, <laughs> yeah, so just it was hanging out there working. Eventually, they called my name. Once they did, it was actually great. Like I they got a very competent, uh, you know, person. That that worked through my issues very quickly, very you efficiently. No, I'm actually not kidding about this. Like the, I mean, maybe I just lucked out, but it seems like the in person, you know, store attend or like customer service people in the physical Comcast store actually like are with it, um, which was, I, or at least this this one particular woman was, and and it was fantastic. Like you know, she, uh, uh, yeah, she she like there was no bull. It was just like this is you know <gasps> what. You gotta make a note. You gotta edit that out. Yeah, I will. Okay. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, I'll, I'll put a big bleep in there. It'll be great. Um, it was. It was. Uh, I'm shocked. <laughs> that, what? Hey, you slipped up first. We edited that out a few shows ago, or a long oh. time ago. Yeah, seasons ago. All right. Um, uh, well, I'm, I'm, we're professionals now. We should, this shouldn't be happening. Uh, sorry. <laughs> um, it's been a while since we did a show. Uh, anyway, so uh, uh, there's no BS. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, she, you know, she like she walked me through. Uh, you know, I, I I had like four things to go through. Like, I needed a new cable card that that actually worked because the one they gave me was broken, and the backup one they gave me was broken. Uh, I needed my social security number changed to my real social security number because they entered the wrong one when I called when I set up my account. Uh, I needed wow. I I need I wanted a refund for my installation because the guy didn't actually do anything. <laughs> like, yeah, I had I had all these things to go through. We worked through them in like five minutes to maybe 10 minutes it was great oh, that's yeah. awesome and i got out of there it was fantastic um came home plugged the new cable card she gave me and in you gotta send that woman flowers yeah uh plugged the new cable card i got in uh into the tivo called their cable card activation number of course then it takes you know, it takes them a while to go through the whole routine but oh yeah it's um, a really complicated technology you gotta make sure the card is inserted yeah, exactly. Uh, and uh, and finally, uh, a bunch of morons. Yeah, I know. Um, and and so finally, 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 everything is working, and I have I get actual television channels. So um, that's unbelievable to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was uh, it was fun times. Um, it was a good way to spend a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whole weekend. Anyway, speaking of good ways to spend a weekend. Yes. Uh, last weekend, <laughs> actually, I don't know if it was. I forget what. Oh, um, you know when this was? This was on the Fourth of July. Of course, this it was. was. You got to celebrate yes. America. This was on the Fourth of July. Uh, a friend of mine and I stopped by um, America's great eating establishment, Taco Bell. Damn right. 
<laughs> and uh, and I sampled uh, the item that again I I guess I've I've been watching too much World Cup because they've been advertising this. Um, it oh. is, they have a new item. It is called the Quesarito. Of course. And as you can probably Quesarito, guess, Quesarito, because I've I've talked on previous episodes about the uh, uh, the Enchirito, which is an enchil- enchilada and a burrito all in one, right? Oh, okay. I thought this was the same thing. I can't even keep no, this straight. This is the Quesarito, which is a burrito wrapped in a quesadilla. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically like the double down of burritos. It's kind of the double down of. I mean, it's basically it's like here's a burrito. Okay, we added another layer of cheese. And then on top of that, we added another tortilla. So it's, oh, it's sure. like just the the like worst parts of the burrito. Here is more of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so I tried that. <laughs> um, it was not good. <laughs> I, I don't. I do not recommend. I mean, you really, well, that like surprises the, me. The cheese is gooey and disgusting, and you really do not want another one of those tortillas. Um, you know, it, it's yeah. It's just it's. I disagree. <laughs> Uh, there Sounds wasn't a whole lot of meat in it. It was mostly like bread and cheese, um, or you know, tortilla oh, and cheese. To, you know, um, that's kind of a blessing in disguise, though, right? <laughs> no, I mean, the, I mean, how much rat can a person eat in one day? Anyway, that's true. <laughs> uh, uh, um, anyway, so I don't recommend the Taco Bell Quesarito, but that I just I had to get a fast food review in for. That's really a shame. That you'd think with a name like that, it would be something really delicious. You, you know, yeah, you'd think a, a quality name like Quesarito. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, it's got queso. That's cheese, right? That's true. That's good. I like cheese. Uh, Rito, that's, uh, I don't know what that is. That's uh, the postman in Wind Waker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think. Hey! Yeah. Or no, it's not. It's the, It's. the. I think it's the whole race of birds, but I don't know. Oh. Um, I'm... Yeah, I love Rito. that postman. Rito, oh yeah, yes, it is. It is the whole race of bird people, the Rito. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, and then uh, let's see. In other news, um, the uh, <laughs> oh, big, your big project. Yeah. So the GOP. Oh, the grand grand old party. Love those guys. They hate women. The Republicans. <laughs> um, They're the, not uh, of but the, God bless them. The GOP's latest uh, move um, was to establish their own top level domain. Oh yeah, you got to yeah. do that. Otherwise, how are people are gonna how are people gonna find you and get your message? How is anyone going to have their street address in the Republican neighborhood? That's um, right. That's how they're that's pitching. Very important. This. So it's dot gop. This um, is this is a gated community anyone can join. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, it's dot gop, and and of course <laughs> everyone pronounces it dot gop. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. mind the gop, you know. Uh, yeah, exactly. Mind the dot gop. <laughs> um, and uh, so this thing, they just recently, like in the past week, opened up actual registrations uh, for the .gop domain name. Sorry, .gop domain name. Um, and uh, everyone, I mean everyone, has been trying their hand at, you know, uh, looking up and possibly registering ridiculous domain names. Um, Horrific, even. Yeah. Um, and, you know, everyone wants their, like... Uh, uh, whatever you know uh w sucks dot gop or you know um uh, uh legalize uh marijuana dot gop or you know <laughs> yeah uh yeah all sorts of great there's just wonderful there's there's a wonderful array of fetus dot gop yeah exactly there's a great array of dot gop domain names out there just <laughs> like right for the taking and so uh uh so so um 
Is lol.gov available? <laughs> uh, I, that might be a premium one. You might have to pay extra for that. Yeah, um, yeah premium. Yeah. That's this. So, so, uh, so, so uh, yeah, um, I was um, at, at uh, Pub Trivia. Uh, They've got a really bad website, though, too. Like, it's kind of a sloppy... I mean, people in the GOP were given, like, you know, the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare website a hard yeah. time, and this website could not suck any harder. To, to be fair, this is a much less important website <laughs> in, that, well, in that no one really cares about .GOP. But if, <laughs> oh, that's not true, um, Alan. you got to have your place in the GOP neighborhood. That's, that's true. But for those of us that do care, yes, yeah. this was a horrific experience. Like, the... the, the I, I, I got Are they going to demand a hearing? I, th- so, I think I think that the Republicans <laughs> need to have a hearing on Capitol Hill. So, so at multiple points in registering and configuring my my dot GOP domain name, I got error messages with placeholder text. Oh, <laughs> this Just is like, a disaster. Yeah, like underscore variable, you know, like variable name uh, error error messages. Um, and, this is like Benghazi all over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and. Um, and and also, it would not actually let me change certain settings without unlocking the domain name. <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> uh, like for transfer, basically. Like there were there were certain settings. Like I could not change the uh, the contact information um, or the uh, the name server information without first unlocking the domain name. So what you think that like uh, you you should have some better neighbors in the GOP neighborhood? <laughs> like I think I think that you weren't satisfied with the, the gated community. I think the IT amenities. department of the GOP neighborhood is seriously lacking. Um, so uh, yeah. So anyway, long story short, uh, I finally but the registered. free market will solve all of this, Alan. <laughs> Don't you realize that? Uh, I finally the registered. The lowest price always wins. It's always the most efficient and best solution. I fi- well, pay hey, yeah. I, people if people will take their domain name registrations elsewhere. Let me tell you. Um, so uh, I finally registered a, a domain name, which is uh, if you go to join.gop, which is the the registration site, and scroll to the bottom, you'll Man, see that they join. they have a an image at the bottom that that contains the the URL. It starts right here. Gop, um, a <laughs> URL which they have neglected to register. Oh. At least they had. Um, so, so what, what I did uh, in collaboration with a friend of mine, uh, is, um, uh, <laughs> registered. It starts right here. GOP and, oh. uh, and put up some, some wonderful content that I think will appeal to everyone. This um, is a beautiful website. It's yeah, it's a great website. I just made so, it my homepage. It gets good. So when I open a new um, browser tab in my <laughs> GOP browser, this is the first thing that comes up. Excellent. Uh, so yeah, you can go to you go to it starts right here gop. There's a fun surprise there. It's uh, perfectly work safe. This is a family show. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, uh, so that was um, a little, that was a fun diversion the other day. Um, I think that's great. I'm really. I'm. You know what? To be honest, I'm a little angry. You didn't get me in on this. That it, you you. It's not too late. <laughs> This is right in my there, wheelhouse. There are there are all sorts of .gop domain names that are just waiting to be claimed. Yeah, that, that but you, can... I, you are the best one. Yeah. All right. Um. So yeah. Uh, well, given that so many people that this uh, this constituency is so terrible at things like spelling and grammar, there's probably a lot of like faux pas, <laughs> you know, bad misspellings well, uh, of words like you know Facebook.gop. So I'm sure. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, but like you know, fa- Facebook has to be spelled with an S, like Facebook. Yeah. So here's the. I mean, the weird thing is, I haven't actually. I was telling you this before the show. I haven't actually heard, seen anyone uh, 
successfully like I there aren't any other than their registration site. I've not seen an actually active .gop domain name. Uh, like I've not seen a website where someone actually has a you know a working website at a .gop domain. I think that's because the registrar is so it's so broken that yeah, right. It's so broken that I like I think every no one can actually get it to work for them. So what I had to do is I had to actually reassign the well unlock it first you got to unlock the domain first oh yeah of course then i i redirected the name servers to cloudflare the gop's neighborhood is perfectly safe you can leave your doors unlocked all the all the time i i redirected the name servers to you know i reassigned the name servers to cloudflare and then had cloudflare do you know my actually like actually create the the dns records i I, you know the dns records are maintained by cloudflare because sure Dot, join.gop cannot maintain DNS records. It's just, it is, there are major problems there. <laughs> I find that hard to believe. You're telling me that there are people affiliated with the GOP that are completely incompetent and don't understand technology, and I don't buy it. <laughs> um, anyway, so that was a fun adventure. Uh, <laughs> I might have a bias. <laughs> I can tell. Um, other fun adventures. Uh, I, I'm uh, also, as I was telling you before the show, I'm now uh, sitting not on my couch, oh, and man. and the the my my laptop is resting not on the trampoline, um, but on a proper desk. Um, Speaking of, have you seen how inexpensive 4K monitors are? Uh, no, I was. I thought you know I didn't even want to look. I yeah. was like these fancy high res 4 4K display monitors. I was like they sound fantastic. I love having. Uh, I love my Retina. Yep. Display on the MacBook, but I was always like just too squeamish to go even look. But they're not that expensive. I saw like a, a deal fly by the other day. It was like four hundred bucks for a four wow. K monitor. Yeah. yeah, that's not bad. Um, so yeah, I mean, I so I got an Asus VX two seven nine Q, wonderful model name. Um, yeah, it's a uh, twenty seven inch uh, IPS display. Um, it's ten eighty p, which for twenty seven inch ten eighty p is actually pretty low resolution for a twenty seven inch. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you know, I can kind of see the pixels, but the reason I wanted 1080p was because now I can do display mirroring between this and my TV. Um, oh, okay. So I, I can actually uh, uh, have, uh, uh, like, uh, well, so I, I can either, I mean, I can have them as two separate displays, or I, if I do display mirroring, if, I, if there are people hanging out and they're on the couch, I can actually have turn my computer monitor on, play something on my computer screen, and have it be on the TV in the background um which is uh which is awesome so in the background um, what do you mean or i mean have it be uh, in the background for me in the foreground for people who are sitting on the couch basically wait um, i don't get it then i so, so i oh so yeah sorry the other detail of this is the desk is behind the couch so the desk oh, okay. is the desk is essentially a command center for the living room all right so you're yes. captain kirk so yes exactly the living That's... room is now like a bridge or more of a picard i guess the desk is behind the couch the the uh <laughs> uh the guests can sit on the couch and I can sit behind, <laughs> uh, directing the entertainment. So from you're like the, a DJ, exactly. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, okay. So anyway, now I get it. Um, uh, but then also just I uh, the, the uh, fact that the desk is centered in the living room means I can use the living room sound system for uh, uh, for PC gaming and for stuff on the PC. You haven't um, told your parents about this, have you? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, because I uh, report all all. Uh, changes in my uh in my living room uh uh arrangement um i report back on them so i definitely would keep them out of the loop on this one <laughs> anyway it actually the, the desk looks nice it actually i i would say it's improved the living room um oh, i'm sure it has i mean the trampoline was enough right like, yeah. yeah um 
You saw that thing, friend of the show, John Duck's Descent, right? The uh, the amazing trampoline. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, there was like this uh, like underground trampoline thing. Underground trampoline. Uh, I still don't remember. I don't know. Oh no! Hold on. I think I va- maybe vaguely. I don't. Dig it up. Um, so anyway, and then along with that, because now my setup is is a lot more conducive to PC gaming, um, I've been playing some Dota two, um, which. Uh, yeah, it's in Wales. It's the it's the giant network of trampolines in a uh, slate mine. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I do remember seeing that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that looks awesome. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine if you got your neighbors involved? You could do something like this. I yes. I we, you start with one trampoline and go from there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It, each um, journey starts with a single set. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, and then uh, yeah, along with PC having the PC set up and playing some Dota two, that is a fun game. I now understand yeah. why that is a fun game. <laughs> why uh it's, tell me uh so actually the the key part is actually playing it with other people on your team that you are on voice chat with um that yeah. is that's actually key to it um not just doing sort of random matchmaking stuff um if if you've got other people that you are working with on voice chat um the, the like co- coordinating you know larger strategy combined with uh the sort of more micro stuff in individual fights um uh is it's a re- it's just a very satisfying uh experience so um, the one thing that the one I would say bummer about it is often it is fairly it's fairly clear, you know, I'd say about halfway through each game who is going to win like about halfway through. It's it's like it's fairly clear. And then from then on, it is just a like downhill slide for one team and the other team just gradually starts to steamroll them more and more. But it's there's I mean, the game, these games are like a half an hour, 45 minutes long. So you, and you spend half of that pretty much knowing who's going to win so it just feels like you know that if there was some mechanism to end games earlier although then i guess everyone would i don't know if you, maybe there'd be too many rage quits or whatever but but like the um it just feels like you spend a lot of time you know where there's very little just chance of things out. changing exactly yeah just like mm. you know if if a certain soccer team were to go get up seven goals to zero uh at that point the rest of the game is kind of pointless oh no yeah that doesn't sound great. Um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's still it's still fun, like it's, you know, because there still is a minute chance that you could come back, so you can still kind of try and like be play defensively and try and you know hold out and try and gradually get a leg up. But but generally, yeah, it's, you know, it's really it's the, like the first half of each game kind of determines things, and then if you're winning, it's super fun. <laughs> if you're winning, you're just stomping over the other team because you're just getting more more and more powerful, and they're they're by comparison getting weaker and weaker. It's just a fun time. It sounds like they have a balance problem. No, I mean, I, I think it's it's like, I, uh, I, I th- they, they need to implement some sort of like a welfare system so that people that are like they do it with like you know battlegrounds or with uh, so they, the last so they of can us recover week. better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there needs to be some sort of equalizing tuning that happens. I think. Yeah, it sounds to me. Like, I haven't played it yet, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. I yeah, I, I don't understand enough about it to. I that's I, just sort of my initial impression was like, wow, we spent a lot of time, you know. Like, <laughs> have you had a chance to play Heroes of the Storm yet? No, I haven't. I I hear it is it is very Dota like. <laughs> I think you yes. said that. Yes. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and uh, it's it's definitely. Uh, I don't know if it's any in that regard any better or not. But then yeah. also with uh, Pardo is out at Blizzard now. Really? Yeah, he quit oh. or whatever. Huh. And. Uh, I saw there was <laughs> someone sent me yesterday um, a link to uh, a, a job posting at Blizzard. They're they're attempting to hire someone with a background in like uh, modeling uh, economic stuff and microtransactions. So, oh boy! 
Fun yeah. times ahead. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're already. I mean, they're they're they have two free to play games. That one of which is released, and one of which is coming. I mean, I, I'd assume Heroes of the Storm is going to be free to play. I don't um, know. I have no idea. Uh, so I mean, the, like, I'd say that doesn't necessarily mean the end of the world, right? Because I think Heroes of the Storm probably will have to be free to play. Yeah. yeah so it, like, if if you're a company with two free to play games, seems reasonable to have someone doing the you know like economic that's a good, that's projection a type stuff so someone should have that's that's a very good point yeah um so yeah that's that's uh that's all my stuff um a lot of a lot of stuff going on um all right real quick psa's here's a psa that i learned the other day because i had to call the dmv uh so there's this wonderful website called get human right that yep. you can use to where it tells you the quick steps to get a human for various companies customers it's basically like companies. a phone tree cheat sheet exactly yeah um, they have entry, or at least they have an entry for the California DMV, um, and it was fantastic. Uh, the advice there was, don't call their 800 number, call the Sacramento DMV directly. <laughs> uh, oh, really? Yes, because that's the head office for DMV of California, um, and the people there are just like very efficient and responsive, and the phone wait times are less than 10 minutes as opposed to an hour plus. Um, so, yeah, so, so I... I uh, don't yes don't don't just use gethuman.com for company well so first of all use gethuman for companies right <laughs> if you're well, calling hey, a company check it out see if there's a way to easily get through their phone tree have you ever used uh, lucy phone uh no i love lucy phone <laughs> it's not perfect uh-huh. uh and i'll tell you what the problem is with it but basically what happens is you go to the website and you give it your phone number and then you tell them who you're trying to talk to and then they will navigate the tree and oh. sit in a queue for you yes get get human lets you or get human has a link that does will do that for you um okay it is it, i remember see, yeah it is it is tied in with lucy phone yeah oh okay yeah great um the only problem has been that like you've got like a 50 50 chance of the person on the other end of the line not being hip to the fact that they're like waiting for you to hop on the call. Oh yeah, and I've been disconnected a lot. I see. Right. I would say I would say it's about about half the time. So there is that caveat. But on the other hand, like it's time not wasted because I wasn't sitting around anyways. Yep. So yep. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, all right. Um, we've got we got a bit of time left. So uh, mm, well, we got a few minutes. Yeah. yeah, I can talk about this. Um, so I've been trying to do more reading lately, and I've been a little, I've been less than completely enthralled or enchanted by the iBooks experience. Mm. There's a lot of things about it that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the software. I think it's, I think it's good. Um, the organizational side of it, I'm not super impressed with. And I also don't like, and this is going to change soon, um, but my biggest complaint was that uh, because the iBookstore stuff is associated with the store account, even if it's like not a purchased um, through the iTunes bookstore, iBookstore stuff. So there's, mm-hmm. if for example, you are using the clever hack that, that we're using in my house, which is um, you have a household app store account sure, that you use for all of your purchases. So you don't have like these redundant app purchases all the time. Cause that yep. could get really expensive really fast. Yep. Um, in order to avoid that, we have like this one household account, but then you can't use, um, another account for the books because then that changes this, the association away because they have it with the same one. So then if you make annotations and highlights and stuff like uh, bookmarks and things like that and progress in a book, that's where if you have people in the house yep. Um, yep. reading the same book, 
um, or the same anything really, um, or have ever read the same book. Like you're going to see their notes and their bookmarks and stuff. And that's not really a great way to do it. So, uh, I've been using this app for iOS called Marvin and it's a fantastic reader application. Marvin is outstanding. (laughs) Um, there is very little to dislike about it. The um, the annotations are, uh, capability is great. The bookmarking is great. The indexing is great. The word count and other um, it, it will kind of take an overview of a book that you're reading and like try to get an idea of like who the characters are for you. Uh-huh. Um, if it's a fiction title, um, it try and, and it does that so you can kind of like cross reference other occurrences or things like that. It's actually a very clever clever software. Huh. Um, the Achilles heel of Marvin still, in my opinion, is that uh, it does not work with, uh, with iBooks on the Mac. And for that matter, it doesn't work with iTunes. So if you are using current software, so you have to use Calibre. And Calibre is a uh, very powerful <laughs> piece of software for managing a library of books, uh-huh. right? Um, I will say the other limitation of Marvin is that it doesn't understand PDFs, so it's it's EPUB only. Okay, yeah. So that's a no, that's a non-starter for some people. For me, it's not a big deal because the vast majority of stuff that I read is available in EPUB. Yeah. Um, well, it's it's going to be a better experience in EPUB anyway. I mean, that you can uh, yes, they can reformat uh, it to their to the screen and to their yep. yeah yeah. But I have some stuff. Here's the problem, though, is that I have a couple of things that I've purchased from the iBooks bookstore that are, uh, like, in that Apple DRM stuff, so they're fair played, and you can't really break things out of that right now. Yeah. So um, I have, a, I want to say, four or five books that I actually, one of, two of which I actually like to be able to refer to, so I still have to have iBooks around mm-hmm. just to read these books. Yep. Um, and then I have to have uh, my PDFs going in there too for stuff that's in PDF only. Because there's a lot of stuff that people just for whatever reason don't sell in EPUB and I don't know why but they sell a PDF version and that's it. Um, but Calibre is a very powerful library for ebooks and other publications like that. Um, it's very um, functional in oh, interface. Man. Oh, I'm on their website. Oh, It's this- not... This looks very functional. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, well, keep in mind, so the, the history of the application, it's not really a, a Mac application. It was uh, originally developed and is predominantly used on, um, uh, you know, Linux-derived Unix operating systems. And there's a lot of people with Windows and OS ten that use it. Um, and like I said, it has a lot of capability. Uh, it just does not happen to have the most robust uh, user experience. So you end up having to learn an awful lot about Calibre in order to use it, uh-huh. um, but it does a whole lot. Um, so the thing that is both um, a blessing and a curse is that it is uh, Marvin is fairly closely tied to using Calibre, um, which, again, um, very, very functional, powerful <laughs> software. Uh, it's a lot like using VI, you know, like it's a <laughs> It's a fantastic, uh, brilliant text editor that can do so much, yeah. and yet at the same time uh, can be very um, difficult to, yeah. to deal with for people. So, um, but yeah, I, I think Marvin is easily the best thing in the world that I've uh, that I've found for reading books on iOS. At least um, it has uh, great type control. It has great uh, layout control. It has, like I said, the annotations are fantastic, and you can even get those back out in, into Calibre, so you can you can view them there. It's just not as um, 
simple and beautiful as the iBooks experience is, but um, it does let you have very fine-tuned control over your stuff. So um, definitely worth a shot. But um, Marvin is inexpensive. Uh, I think absolutely a bargain. Um, There's uh, uh, the development has been pretty active. The guy that writes it is pretty easy to to get a hold of. On he has like um, uh, a couple of like uh, forums he frequents, and uh, the plugins that interact with Calibre have been pretty reliable to me for me also. Um, Yeah, I highly recommend it. Uh, The App Store publisher for it is AppStafarian. Uh, are you sure about that? Yep. <laughs> Interesting, because I thought it was. Uh, I, th- I think that's, that's like the d- company name or whatever. Yeah, I thought it was under the dude's name, like Gaio or something or other. Uh, Let me see. I, now I, got is, I, I followed the link from their website, so. Well, that'd be the that'd probably be the right one then. Probably. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, cool. All right, that that looks all, Yeah, it looks slick. I was browsing through their screenshots. Looks um, looks quite. Yeah, nice, absolutely. So. Absolutely, you're right. Yeah. Not that I doubted you. I just yeah yeah. Uh, and then, right, so real quick, you want to talk about no IP? No. Okay. <laughs> it's not really. I mean, the the short version is is that uh, there's a dynamic DNS provider that uh, called No IP, and they're kind of like Dyn DNS or um, other providers where you can kind of have a domain name that will follow your dynamically assigned IP address for your home connection, uh, and people use that so they can host their own photo sharing stuff and uh, webcams and mm-hmm. things like that. And uh, Microsoft wound up. Um, basically jacking like almost all of the domain names that they use so that their users can do that. And uh, they did it in a really underhanded and sneaky way. And then they proceeded to spend like about two weeks complaining about it on Twitter, um, which I mean, I don't fault them for like, I'd be mad too, but <clears throat> yeah, there's um, certainly a, uh, um, a little bit of, um, I don't know there's something sneaky going on and it's definitely uh, really weird when a company like Microsoft can go get, uh, take possession over dozens of domain names, and they don't even have to talk to the company about it. Right. Yeah. So they got some judge still basically like say yeah okay, and then they seized them. Um, yeah, it's very weird, and ostensibly it's because like they had uh, software that people were using um, for command and control channels on botnets and stuff, but like a lot, most of those I guess were defunct, like they weren't even active anymore. Uh huh. Um, so had the had Microsoft actually contacted No IP and said. Here's a list of hosts that we think are um, malicious. Uh, we'd like to know if you can identify any of these or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, they must have, for some reason, I think Microsoft believed that no IP would not be complicit or would not help them with this investigation. Yeah. And I think Microsoft was hoping to like actually uncover who some of these people were. Sure. sure. Um, and they also thought that like maybe no IP wouldn't cooperate. And they're probably right. Um, but that's still it just sounds yeah sounds like a super, ugly super situation hated. all around yeah yeah and I've been using no IP for a little while too um, off and on because uh, the Dyn DNS like had dropped their free tier uh. and I was kind of like I don't really use this enough to to warrant a uh, um, a paid service or whatever but then uh, when it stopped working I was like you know what okay now I, I now I think I know why Dyn stopped offering a free service mm. right like. I think if they had a bunch of like really shady people that were setting up these uh, yeah. uh, dynamic host names, and then they didn't have any way of like identifying them because they weren't, you know, paying for anything, and there was no subscription yep. associated with them. Yep, yep. I think I think this is probably why, and I think um, I think uh, uh, if no IP went that way, it'd probably be easier for them to say, you know, here's how we identify these people, et cetera, et cetera. But I think um, it's I think they're somewhat related in. They haven't said anything like that, but 
I gotta think it's relevant. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. So yeah, that's a that's a pretty big show. We usually don't do very many shows in the summertime, so I've been pretty happy actually with how we've kept up, even though we had like uh, a few weeks off here. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That was I think about a, a month or so instead of the usual two weeks. But yeah, we'll try and keep it up uh, as much as possible. Summertime. I mean, the last couple little... of summers we've done like you know one. Summertime is is typically yep. pretty unpredictable. So yeah, um, especially for popular people like you. <laughs> You had people visiting, right? Last week? Uh the uh last yes, yeah, um uh people uh, people are in and out of here all the time. Was, <laughs> You're running the flop out. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've, I've got this Alan's guest house be- trampoline. I've I've got well, I've got a guest bedroom, so yeah, there's there's uh oh, yeah. um people people drop by. So Nice. Um anyway. Good for you. Uh <laughs> good. You put, you put like little mints on the pillow. <laughs> Uh no I try I try and keep the sheets clean though that's uh <laughs> Good for you yeah you know you should make them do that you know I probably should um, yeah yeah anyway all right well that will do it for this episode of the Hell Yeah Show um if you want to email us you can email us at show at dot com you can visit us on the web at show dot dot com you can find us on the Twitter machine uh, send us a tweet at Hell Yeah Show uh, you can also find us on app dot net and Google Plus. All right, very good. That will do it. We will see you in two weeks or so. Uncle Leo?